Hello and welcome to another episode of Caring Leos with Tapan Singhale. This episode is being recorded on the day of the Indian festival, the Shara. This 10-day festival happens to be one of the more popular ones that is celebrated all across India. But what makes it interesting is the many contexts associated with it. While some associated with the Ramayana and the war between Ravan and Ram, a lot of people associate with the goddess Durga. But however you choose to celebrate this festival, and even if you don't, you'll find something interesting to take away from today's conversation with Mr. Singhail. So let's dive in with my first question. Sir, I'd like to start from the mythological perspective. What is your take on the myths behind these festivities? And what are some of the things one could learn from them, sir? So at the onset, uh, Vikram, no festivity has any myth. Now let's start with this. Each has its own relevance. There are stories around it. And the stories is there to make it simpler for people and the reasons behind it. And the reasons have huge amount of uh, depth. It depends on how deep you want to go. So let's look at these festivities that we're talking about. Now, India has been an agrarian um, economy, you know, hugely based on agriculture. If you watch most festivities in India start at harvest time. You know, after the crop has been done, harvesting has happened. Now people have a lull period. And that is the time when all the cleansing, the festivity, the getting together, the meeting of people you know, is is done. And festivities revolve around this period. So watch it carefully and you'll watch it different parts of the world. Festivities have a time which revolves around certain periods. And that is where you have all this which is happening and there's a purpose behind it. So the purpose, let's start at a very elementary level you know, of festivities of this one. After all the hard work and harvesting, people have to relax. They have to be with their uh, friends, relatives. They have to have a good time. One. That's the easier part. The second part. If you again look at it, you know, people have been really toiling very hard and they've been eating you know, very randomly, not very clear. Festivity brings a kind of uh, semblance in terms of what are you uh, taking, uh, in terms of what food are you having. Third, it leads to introspection. It gives you time to uh, go within, uh, think about how things are. Fourth, you have uh, these stories and these uh, incidents in the past which teaches you how to lead a life. No? And fifth, if you go on a spiritual plane, it takes you very much deeper. With the right time, when the crops are there and when the environment is no, very conducive for you to be at peace with yourself. So it has many, many impacts woven around it, uh, Vikram. It depends on how do you know, uh, look at it and what part of it do you want to know, dive into. But festivities always have a lot to give. It depends on what you want to take. Those can be some great learnings indeed. The triumph of good over evil can be seen as a constant theme in this festival, where the burning of the Ravan effigy is a physical representation of this. But Ravan is respected both in some parts of India and Sri Lanka. Why do you think that is, sir? If you look at Ramayan, uh, after Ram you know, has uh, uh, shot Ravan and is on the verge of dying, uh, Ram sends his uh, brother Lakshman uh, to Ravan, uh, telling him, Ravan is a very learned scholar you know, and he's about to die. Uh, go and speak to him, learn from him. You know, he's got vast area of knowledge. 
let it not go waste. Uh, Lakshman goes to Ravan and then uh, he asks Ravan, please teach me what you know my brother sent me to you. Ravan does not speak. Lakshman comes back to Ram and says, uh, he's this arrogant guy and you send me again to him you know, to talk to him. And see, he's not even telling me anything. He, he's, he's got a scorn look in his face. Uh, Ram asks Lakshman, how did you approach him? He says, what? I just went close to his head and said, tell me. Uh, Ram said, okay, come with me. Ram goes with Lakshman and he goes close to Ravan and he stands next to Ravan's feet. And from there he requests, he says, Ravan, you have been such a great scholar. You have been a person of so much knowledge. No, it should not go waste. The world should not lose this. No, could you, and with folded hands, he requests Ravan, could he share his knowledge with his brother and him? So not only that, Ravan is respected in some parts of um, India here, he is respected um, uh, all across. No, even Ram, who had a fight with him, no, gave him immense respect for his knowledge and in terms of what he um, has in terms of his contribution and what he could um, uh, do. Now, these are things that one has to learn. How many times have we, Vikram, when we have enmity in our mind against somebody or when we are scoring something or we, are, we have no, uh, won over somebody, do we have the humbleness to go and request for learning from that particular uh, uh, person? Now, this is, this is something which which talks hugely about both uh, Ram and Ravan. Ram's humbleness, even in victory, is a huge learning no, that we have to have. Ravan's immense knowledge was respected by Ram also. So when you make this statement that he's respected at some place, I think people understand uh, Ramayan well. They also respect uh, Ravan. The issue was uh, on a particular point on which uh, there has been a disagreement. And there was an issue in terms of anarchy which had to be brought to rule. That's a different story altogether. But for his knowledge, but for his uh, uh, immense uh, understanding of subject, his uh, understanding of uh, the script, um, the spiritual uh, knowledge, Ravan was uh, at a very, very high level. And that is why Ram also respected him. Perspective can make all the difference. And thank you for helping us see this. Now, moving to a different context, a huge part of India celebrates feminine power through this festival in the form of Durga Puja. Going slightly tangential, you have two daughters and you have always been very vocal about the influence the women in your life have had on you. How do you choose to celebrate them and empower them, sir? They empower themselves. It will be very arrogant of me to think that I can empower my daughters. I think I just have to let them be. I just have to ensure that the environment is something which is conducive for their growth. That is all. Their empowerment is theirs, and they empower themselves, and they are the ones who actually would be the reason for celebration as time progresses in the family and as time has been you know, in the in the past. So if you look at daughters, and that is for all of us, be it uh, we have daughters, sisters, or mother, wife, Wherever the feminine power is something which which is 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 so beautiful and so powerful, uh, the empowerment it it already has. We 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 I think we we would sound very foolish to say that we are the ones who would allow empowerment. No, I think just the conducive environment for them uh, to grow, blossom, and uh, if you just can learn from them, there are huge attributes that can be learned from the feminine power. I think across the world, if you look at um, the concept of duality, uh, the concept of uh, yin yang, or if the concept of shiv shakti, if you look at the Indian concept, 
across the world the concept of um, uh, du- dual uh, you know powers and opposite uh, powers and the powers uh, beauty of you no know, being together and the magic that it creates has been um, celebrated all across and that's why if you look at india also and uh, i was talking to somebody the other day from very early on thousands thousands of years back i think when most civilizations did not exist the respect of uh, shakti or the feminine power had been there in fact it uh, goes uh, very clearly that it was the feminine power which created this universe no the shakti and that is where uh, it is uh, all the, which is where the consciousness is, is the feminine power so i don't think that any one of us even has an iota of uh, how should i say um, um perspective in terms of uh, uh, thinking that we are the one who empower i think we get empowered in the presence of our uh, feminine power we hope that this answer inspires many more people to really celebrate the women in their lives like i mentioned this festival has many roots moving on to another lesser known route this day is special for buddhists as well asking ashoka converted to buddhism on this day so my question to you is about peace as someone who is extremely spiritual what is your approach to peace sir we are all peaceful human beings you know at the core of who we are and this is what it is so ironical you know at the core at a very basic essence we are peaceful blissful people you know remember this vikram all your life so the very basic essence of every human being every living being is bliss and peace so if you let's say watch uh, quite a few animals also you'll find them that very blissful and peaceful in themselves you look at human beings also or a child also you'll find them very blissful and peaceful within themselves you know i think we create all this turmoil in our life we create all this drama and then we search for bliss and peace and that is where the irony is and that is where the uh, i said the mockery of life is you now or that is where the drama of life is and and if you look at it to be peaceful you just have to be you you be you you'll be peaceful remove the drama remove the layers remove the um uh, mental blocks that you have remove uh the enmity remove the hurt remove the uh, ego remove uh, the anger just remove all this uh, inherently you are peace you are love and you are bliss you know so i think it's very very simple vikram and just stop the drama of your life and you watch how happy and blissful you would be what a beautiful thought and thank you for sharing it while you've spoken a lot about mythical origins and life lessons as someone who has also been a scientist I want to ask you about the science behind these particular festivities sir I alluded a bit about it in the beginning so let's say if I put it on a scientific perspective one uh, to bring emotional mental peace to people after a lot of hard work is like this uh, vacation season that you have you no know, people after working take a break you no know? you said take a break so in the earlier times after all the harvesting people took a break so this is uh, one reason second if you look at all the fasting which happens or the shunning of you no know, uh, non vegetarian food or the shunning of grains for this time gives uh, a kind of detox so you hear all this happening today all the people talk of detox they talk of you no know, uh, do this third is if you look at all the chanting the prayers you know the divinity talking of spiritualism gives you inherent strength from within and takes you closer to your own being who you are so it has so many so many beautiful facets uh, vikram just uh, flow with festivities 
and at the end of it you will emerge uh, much enriched much happy a much peaceful person now for my last question i want to bring back the focus from philosophy to the fun and festivities what is your favorite way of celebrating this festival and what are some of the traditions you enjoy most sir i have been very lucky vikram because first with my father i i traveled to many cities and had the opportunity of getting transferred you know with his postings then in my own um, job i have been transferred a lot so let me begin i grew up in calcutta as i've mentioned earlier so calcutta is durga puja durga puja means that every day you wear a new dress uh, go look at pandals you have bhogs and your festivities you eat and you have evening cultural function you meet friends the most joyous time in west bengal is durga puja it is like the ultimate uh, time of happiness joy and blissfulness in terms of how you go about the celebration of uh, durga i think so i grew up in that environment no where it was uh, eating out meeting friends new clothes greeting people cultural evenings where you play guitar you have music songs put together by the kids of the society and that was like amazing no uh then obviously uh, in my postings in delhi and no a, a bit of influence of gujarati friends that i had uh, we did um, garba we did uh, dandiya and that was like again crazy i also you know you know surprise i picked up to how to do garba and dandiya no somebody who cannot dance so well i could also do some 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 steps and survive and really enjoy myself and that is you know what happened uh, later on because i belong to the city called varanasi and uh, up i think the festivity also has lot of uh, spiritual inclination there in terms of uh, nine different uh, forms of durga so each representing a different power in which you fast and you pray and you go inwards uh, very deeply which i do in the later stage of my uh, life no and that is how if i look at this festivities it has been amazing journey for me and dashara again has been big i, I remember once my daughter told me that uh, she has not seen a dashara proper no where uh, you have all uh, the ramayan happening and the ram shooting and the effigy of ravan but i was so surprised like for us it was every year and we used to run about doing it so we come let's go and i think got her into one of this uh, uh, places where we saw uh, ramayan and then no we uh, saw the uh, ravan getting uh, burnt and she was like a child so happy to see that that's why the power of festivities always immense um, we come so i have celebrated this festival in different parts of my life so differently but each was very enriching for me and gave me a very different perspective enjoyed all of it no? so it's been an amazing journey this particular festival has so many forms and varieties that you can't even imagine and with that fun filled answer we come to the end of another episode of this podcast thank you all for tuning in and thank you mr singhel for sharing those stories and insights with us If you'd like to share your feedback please write into Mr Singhel on LinkedIn Twitter or Instagram thank you